keys is weird and one of the um, notes doesn't sound right. Is that a bottle? Is that a bottle of alcohol on the on the desk in this picture behind you? Um, there is, yes. But <laughs> hey, I'm trying to make a theme song here. You never knew before we planned it. Shut up, nobody cares. With Paula Annie. A couple of weeks ago we talked to my good friend slash coworker Paul about um, dating in this climate because obviously it's difficult to do anything we used to do because we can't see each other. And a lot of what a lot of people have been doing nowadays is doing Zoom dates. Um, and so we talk about that a little bit and even give Paula a challenge to seek out her own Zoom dates, which I don't know if you want to describe that in one word, Paula. <laughs> it was fun. Fun? Okay, that's good. Well, I, like, encouraging. I don't know. You and I are similar. Where you and I, like, we could talk to anyone. So it's like, I don't like it. I don't, it's like, it's like whatever. I didn't hate talking on the phone. That was my only thing. I hate talking on the phone, but like, it was fine. It, do you think it was different that you got to see them? Like, did it feel like you were talking on the phone or did it feel like you were? It was, it is different that you get to see them. I would say. Yeah, it does. It's not, it's not like in person. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but it's closer to in person. I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think it's guaranteed that you will zoom with someone and you will see them and you will still want to hook up with them or talk to them or date them. I think it could go either way when you meet them in real life for sure. But you do feel clo as close as I guess you can in this time. Yeah. And um, I guess I don't want to spoil anything because you're going to talk about it. Not in this episode, but in another episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to record that soon before I forget. <laughs> yeah, before you forget your experiences. Every day is, I don't even know, every day is a another, another day, another boy on Zoom. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I'm not trying to build a quarantine roster right now. I don't have energy for that. I literally don't have energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, I just find it so interesting, the things you have to do in order to like make the Zoom date uh, like interesting after a while, because I can't imagine what a second and third Zoom date would be like. Um, you literally have to be creative, I guess. I get like, I don't know, like I, well, I don't want to get into it. Like I zoomed with someone twice. We literally did the same thing both times, and we just, like, talked. And I was, like, perfectly fine with that. Like, but then it was someone else I, like, watched a movie. Like, I don't know. I, like, I just don't like the, I think that, like, having to keep putting, like, an activity into it, it just makes it so much more, like, stressful than it needs to be. Like, we really don't have a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> like, so it's, like, and, like, you can't really meet, so you might as well just keep talking. Like, you might as well get to know each other. I don't think that's a bad thing. I guess that's my point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, we talked to Paul about, like, Zoom dates and a bunch of random stuff being stuck in quarantine. Um, yeah, here's Paul. Paul! Paul? Hey! I was like, do you hear me, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear you before. But now you can? Now I can, yeah. Cool. 
Because bef- <laughs> before it was just like this screen that I'm, I'm seeing, but now oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's good. What's up? Um, you know, same thing for the past three weeks, I think. <laughs> Do you remember when we started working remotely? I have no clue. How, how crazy is it that that's going to be a month on Friday? No. Oh, look, Paula's here. 100%. Oh, she is? Yes, now she just popped in. Paula? Hello? <laughs> hey. Hi. Wait. Yeah, you can hear me, right? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. So, um, cool thing about Zoom I learned the other day, which I should have known this already, is that you can do you can do like MP4 recordings. Oh, wait, is it is it like three or more that it kicks you off after half an hour? What's the number? It's forty minutes. Forty minutes. Okay. I assume that. Um, is that three or more or over three? I think it's three or more. I think it's three or more because I've only done two people, like one-on-ones and they've lasted forever. So I've never done it with three people yet. Yeah. Right. So it, well, it usually gives you a warning at like the, I don't know, 39 minute mark. So we'll know when that happens and then you can just start a new one, but yeah. Cool. So, um, <laughs> a while ago, Alex, creeped me and I was like you have a podcast and I don't know if she actually listened to it or not but that was probably over two years ago I think I don't even know when the last episode was I should check I'll check on our iTunes yeah it's been almost two years since you recorded a a podcast I think so uh I think so too. Is it two years? But I, I've seen so many um, people on the internet saying like, don't feel pressured to start a podcast. Don't blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's true. But what if you, what if you just want to start one and you just have time now? No, I'm not saying don't. They're just saying. Don't like, feel the feel pressure. Like we're feeling, yeah, anxious about doing stuff. Like, it's fine. Like, the world is going through something. Like, this isn't a regular thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but at the same time... Fine if you just focus on getting through the day is kind of the thing. Because sometimes, some days, I, personally for me, some days it's, like, extra hard. Where I just, like, don't feel like doing anything. So, I don't know. Everyone's dealing with it differently, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I think the first week of this whole like work at home thing, I was, I felt pretty good about it. I was like, this is not that bad. I'm like, this is going to be fine. And then the second week, it kind of dawned on me that I was like, oh shit, this is going to be months, isn't it? And I felt really bad the second week. And then last week I felt a little bit better, but it definitely comes and goes. My friend was he was saying how he's like, I feel like what I'm doing like isn't real because I'm not interacting with my with my coworkers anymore. <laughs> I feel like no one is real. <laughs> like it's probably because he's just not like he's just not used to working from home for this long. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a bit concerning. <laughs> Nobody feels real to me. But at the same time, I almost feel more connected to 
the people I work with now because we have to communicate. But then, but then again, like me and Paul don't have to communicate to work to work because we don't directly have anything to do with each other unless I'm checking something that you've done. But yeah, there are people that I talk to so all the time. That's how you feel about our friendship, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, isn't that weird? I feel like if I, because sitting next to you, I bug you all the time. And like, but now that you're not sitting next to me, it's just like, you know, we have to kind of go out of our way to talk to each other almost. That's a good point. Yeah. But then with others, I feel like even more connected for, for some reason. Like, I have no idea what I'm saying, but sometimes it feels like, for example, people we never talk to on other teams. I just feel close to them for some reason, even though I don't talk to them. Maybe because we're all going through this weird thing. I think that's definitely a big part of it that everybody's going through this and everybody's experiencing it. And because of that, there's like a little bit more of a, maybe like a social force, like connect, like forcing people to connect with each other. Maybe. I almost predict when we go back, I'm just going to start talking to people that I've never talked to. (laughs) It could be, but it, but isn't it weird? Like it takes a global pandemic for you to want to make these connections for some reason. Sometimes that's what it takes, right? People have like near death experiences and they come back like way more grateful. That's not to say it would have never happened. It could have happened in the future over whatever project or whatever circumstance. It just, I don't think so for some reason. I just don't think that. I would ever, or I don't know. I don't think I would have the same mindset if we weren't going through this. It's kind of weird to think of like what things would have been like had this not happened. Like it just, I guess things just would have gone out as normal. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe, maybe I'll give some context. Paul and I worked together and Paul and Paula met once um, during our Christmas party. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, well, at the end of your party. Yeah, at the end of the party. Cause <laughs> I don't remember why. Were you doing something that day? I was coming back to Brampton with you. Right. For some reason, I don't remember why, but I was coming back to Brampton with you. Yeah, so that's how we're all three of us are connected, kind of. Um, <laughs> but what would you be doing, Paul, if this pandemic didn't happen? I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine it just would have been business as usual, which is kind of depressing to say <laughs> because business as usual is just sort of uh, like the routine. I guess, I guess it's easier to ask, what are you doing now? That's like different from like, like right now I'm reading more and I literally never made time to do that before. So are you doing anything different now that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't have picked up or started? That's a good, that's a really good question. I think I, I, I had a pretty good routine of like doing things like to stay productive before. So for example, like my commute at, to work is about like an hour, like one way every day. Um, so in that time I'm either reading or like I'm practicing French or, or doing something on the train. Right. So now that I don't have that commute, I kind of said to myself, I'm like, okay, I need to, like integrate this in a way where I can still do it because if I just like stop doing those things where, 
you know, if I don't have the commute, I'm literally just waking up, going to my desk, starting work, sitting there for eight hours. And then I stole my house again after that, you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of made it, I've been like a little more like conscious about like, um, f- like preparing and actually setting the time to do those things. Um, and then it's obviously been hard to like meet with friends, but it's kind of nice like being able to chat on, on like on zoom and stuff with people. Um, I've had a couple like evenings where me and my friends have gone together on like a zoom meeting like this and just like played a bunch of games together and, and talked. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. I know what you mean about the commute thing. Cause when I was living outside the city, like it was like, honestly, it's probably like two hours. Mm-hmm. And I, would get, I would do so much. I would read so much. Yeah. And now that I live downtown, it's like, my commute is like less than half an hour. And I'm like, okay, I have to literally carve out time. Right. Not turn on my TV, not watch anything and just read. And it's, it's easier now because it's like literally nothing to do. But for a long time, it was just the hardest thing in the world. Like I would just come home and then just eat dinner and watch TV. And then that would be my day. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, having to like force yourself into new habits is hard. Yeah. It's like, you gotta be a lot more thoughtful about it than you used to be. You know, yeah. What about you two? What's what's new that you guys are doing? Well, um, I, I started running. Um, I don't know. Ever since, ever since I I like go on Twitter and read about how people keep saying it's okay if you're not doing anything. For some reason, I my brain is viewing that as a if you are if you seem like you're doing too much, you also will get judged for it. I don't know why my mind automatically goes there, but I feel like because I want to run and because I want to restart the podcast and because I want to do all these things, that it's also a bad thing, but I genuinely want to do them, but I don't know who I'm trying to convince. Am I trying to convince myself? But yeah. I don't think, yeah. I think it's really interesting that, you view that that way because it's not really talking to the people who are being productive. It's, it's mainly talking to people who aren't, who are forcing more stress and anxiety on themselves on top of the fact that we're dealing with the pandemic and who's making it harder for themselves. I think it's not really like if you are being productive and that's what you need to do and that's what you need to do. I think some people are just really beating themselves up over not but I don't think it's saying, I don't think it's, it's not saying that you're wrong for doing that. I mean, everyone's doing what they need to do, but like, if you're depressed because every day you like can't leave your bed, like it's understandable if you're focused on other things kind of thing. But yeah, whereas I'm just making what I see on the internet about me and that's why I'm like overthinking it now, but I completely understand the other side as well. But I think I've just been overthinking it. it's interesting interesting too like you've you've done a good job of like um i guess adapting your goals to like fit what you can do during this time so for example let's say you have someone had a goal of like i really want to go and join like a like a social group and like social activity in 2020 it's like now that plan has been kind of like derailed right and you can see how someone could be kind of like demoralized about that Mm -hmm. but like you've kind of done a good job to say um, you know, running is something that I can do. Let's set that goal and let's do it. And you're doing it. So that's something to give yourself props for. Yeah. Honestly, I think that whole sentiment is just trying to keep everyone in like good spirits. Like 
If you're productive, it's fine. If you're not, it's fine. As long as you're trying to stay calm <laughs> and get through the day. I think that's what we're all trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mine was just a flat circle. Like, I don't know what, like, how do you guys feel about all this? Like, it's just, it just blends all together. Like, I don't know what a day is anymore. I don't know what the difference between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. Like, it's just. Honestly, my anxiety is like very up and down. Some, like, a lot of days I'm like fine. And then some days it feels like, I don't know. It just feels like I'm just like stuck. Like, time is frozen. Yeah. And for me, that is just like, so paralyzing sometimes I like it's really weird I'll just get into my head about it where I literally feel like we are all like frozen in time and I I guess it's because we're so used to just always moving forward and always just keep on going every single day you go to work and you just keep moving forward and the idea of feeling like we're just like stuck in this place where we all like can't move yeah with no choice it's like not an option to move yeah yeah exactly like forced into it like some days that like it like hits me differently when I think of it and then other days I'm like it's fine it's fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) I'm like freaking out I don't know I don't know it's uh yeah every see every every sentence during this um quarantine period I've started with I don't know because I seriously just don't know anything anymore yeah yeah I mean I mean considering this is our first time going through something like this like there's no right way to handle it which I think is what's interesting about forcing everyone to stay inside it's like yeah the government's asking everyone to stay inside but it's also we've never had to deal with anything like this before and like I just, I'm just really curious to see what happens like when it gets warmer outside or yeah. when, people, when people really start getting batshit crazy and like, like, I don't know. I'm just really curious to see how this pans out just for the city, like citizens, just cause it's like, this is such an insane thing to deal with. Like for our psyche, like as a community, like we might all come out of this. I was talking to my friend about this actually. He's like, I hope we come out of this better people but we can also come out of this like I don't know just really distant from each other or I don't know it could just be really weird after in the city and people could just be scared of each other (laughs) yeah yeah, for sure that's a great point um I don't think people realize how much like behaviors in the future can be uh shaped by this exactly very, very simple things like being in a very crowded bar or like going to a movie theater like all of a sudden people are going to start thinking maybe twice about it. Right. Whereas before it was sort of just like, Oh, like I'm not even thinking about going to like an arcade and like touching games that other people have played for God knows how many years. Now it's like, you might think about it and it might actually like stop you from getting together with a lot of people that you and doing things that you might not have thought about as much before. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of scary. Today I was walking and this lady, honestly, I'm not sure if she directed this at me. I had my headphones on, but okay. Walking on the sidewalk, we know there's a good two meter rule. We know this, but on the sidewalk, when there's fucking cars in the road, you can't just walk out into the road and make that two meters possible when you're walking like on like side streets. Yeah. So she stopped in the middle of the sidewalk with her dog or whatever. And I was walking, but before her, I had walked past like several people and we all were, have this understanding that we will just walk on opposite sides of the sidewalk as far as we could and walk past each other. And that was fine. Everyone else in the city was fine with it. And this lady was trying to walk into the street and then she got mad that a car was trying to hit her because she's trying to avoid someone. 
And then I walked by and I heard her say something that was like angry. And then she's like, she was like, asshole. Like I said, six, or it's supposed to be six feet or something like that. But then like, I was the only person that was around. So I was like, is this direction at me? Like I was just, so confused. I was like, wait, who? Cause I don't know if she was mad at someone previously. I, Cause I couldn't hear anything really, but like I was so close to her at that time. Cause she stepped into like, there was a house with like a front path. So she stepped onto that house's property to get farther from me because she was standing like in the middle of the sidewalk. And then I, and then so when she stepped away and I walked forward, I heard her say something, I heard her say asshole or something at six feet. And I was like, wait, what? Like what just, what just happened? Like, so now I'm down, like, I'm just thinking about the idea that like, is this going to make everyone just like angry at each other? Because we're all just so agitated. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, I was just so shocked by the interaction that she just like was ready to just yell at someone. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like my friend was saying it's like this can make us either really divided or like really, I don't know, just on edge with each other or it could bring us closer together as something that we're trying to like get over. It's funny you say that because before it got too crazy, you and I actually got a chance to to go on a walk together and there was a man in um, pushing a stroller and he looked so happy to see us because I feel like it was one of the only human interactions that yeah, and he, he like, had looked, all week probably. He looked at us and he like said hi and I was like what people like never do that. <laughs> it was such a weird interaction and then now look three four weeks later a lady's fucking yelling at someone or possibly me. <laughs> I, I honestly, someone was you. I'm sure it was but I just around with my day but like it just reminded me that, like, I don't know, some people aren't handling this in, in such, like, a positive or optimistic, not, I mean, how can we be optimistic? We don't know what's going to happen. But, like, some people are just pissed off. <laughs> and, like, I don't know how many, how many of us are pissed off, but that can really, like, bleed into, like, how we all feel. <laughs> yeah, and I think and I think the longer it goes on, and especially once like the weather starts getting better, and I mean the authorities are going to have to start doing something if like people are gathering in public areas in like, like May June when the weather's really nice. Um, so if they start like handing out fines or like breaking up like groups of three or more people, then I think people are going to get like more agitated and like that sort of stuff will probably become more common. Yeah, um, it, it would be really interesting to see. Like May two four weekend, for example, uh, weather's usually beautiful. It's like the unofficial start of summer in Canada, and I don't expect by that time for this to be cleared up at all. And those are the sort of moments where it's like weather's getting beautiful. People want to be together. People want to be outside, and they can't. And how are people going to handle that? I think that's that'll be really interesting to see. Exactly, and it's different for us. Like it's different in LA where they always have hot weather. The way that Canadians treat hot weather is very very different. And like, we like cherish every second of it as oh, no. like already living somewhere where we kind of take it for granted. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just really curious to see where this goes. I think young people like around our age are still going to be a bit like risque about it. And I only say that because, um, I have a friend in London, England, who I spoke to the other day, who, who was trying to get someone to come over like from a dating app. And I'm like, are you serious? 
<laughs> I feel like there are still a lot of people who are willing to take that yeah. chance. Just a Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, also, before our office shut down, Paul and I actually went out to dinner with our friends, which was crazy because that was probably that was probably the last time we could ever do that. I went to the spa the Monday, the Monday that the quarantine started or yeah, was it, the, was it started? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the day before I went to the spa with my girlfriends and then the next day everything was like closed down, but I still, even though it just started that day, uh, a friend came over and he picked me up. Like we, like people were still like kind of seeing each other still. I don't think everyone was like that freaked out yet in like the first few days of the lockdown. Yeah. And I think by like Thursday, Friday, like later on the week is when like everyone was like, Oh, like we actually like have to stay inside. Like we can't even see each other kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It happened like a month ago. I was just saying to Annie, uh, like before we started this, it was a month ago that we had like went out for dinner with, uh, in, in Hamilton. And, um, we were kind of saying to each other, like, this will probably be the last time we're able to do this for a while. And uh, it turns out it was, and I think that's Saturday. So we went on the Friday and then that Saturday I got together with like a group of friends at, uh, my friend's place in the city and we kind of like acknowledged it too. We were like this, I think this will be the last time we're able to all be together. And, uh, honestly it didn't, it didn't, it never even hit me that way. Like I was supposed to go to get drinks with my girlfriend. Was it, what day was it? I think I can't remember. I'm, I'm like, honestly, every day is the same, but there was a time right. when bars and stuff weren't locked down yet, but it was like approaching. And my friend walked through Ossington and she was like, Ossington is like a ghost town right now. People were still at bars, but it still felt really eerie. And like, and she came over to hang out and we had drinks and stuff like that. And I didn't, it didn't click in my head that this was the last, this was the last time we would like be hanging out. Like right. I have, like, you know what I mean? Like it just didn't hit me. And it's really interesting that that resonated with you guys. Cause I was not thinking that way. I was just like, we're having a good time, whatever. I'll see I remember know. that. I was just like, Paul is going to the spa. I don't know about that. Yeah, my girlfriend came over. Honestly, what was it the next weekend? Or I don't remember. But anyways, it was around that time. And I just, it just didn't click to me that that would be the last time that I would see my friends. Like, I, like not that I'm like shocked that it came to this, but I, maybe I would have, maybe I would have like been more, I don't know. Just those moments more. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But like, it's almost better you had it without thinking about the quarantine ahead. Yeah. It was more of like a pure time. Probably. That would have been like, yeah, I made the most of it, I guess. It was just, it just really weird that like that came to you earlier and I was just like, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, actually, what am I left? I'm going to talk about this. We can cut it out if you don't want me to talk about it. But, um, Paul was actually supposed to go on a date around that weekend, right? Or the next weekend. And she was just like, I don't know about it because of Corona. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we keep this in. I, I full <laughs> disclosure, I told her that I was doing this and I was going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it was that Saturday. So we went out and got dinner on the Friday and then... I think, yeah, it was the day after I was supposed to meet her at like a cafe somewhere in the city. And oh, it yes, was like, I remember. Yes. Yeah. We're going to play games. Yeah. We're going to do something like that. Pretty standard first date. Right. Mm. And, 
And then I guess like the Wednesday or Thursday, uh, she messaged me like, Oh, I don't think this is a great idea. Eh? And then in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> probably, probably best not to like get together with someone you never met on a first date. We're still open, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Things yeah, are still open, right, but right. it was like, shit was midst hitting the fan. And, uh, and we just kind of decided like not to, not to meet, but we have since had a video chat date that actually went very well. And, uh, it was a bit of a interesting experience. Yeah. Like how, <laughs> how do you even begin the call? You just begin it and just stare at each other. <laughs> well, just like every other video chat in the history of video chats, um, there's technical difficulties, of course, um, which I don't know if it was better or worse. It, it definitely like avoided the situation that you just said, where it's like both people come online at the same time and you're just like staring at each other on the screen. <laughs> um, it was like, there was an error. It was kind of, we wanted to do, I guess, Google Hangouts cause she doesn't have zoom and, um, um and Google Hangouts is kind of like not as stable. No. So I guess she had like trouble logging in or something. So I was actually on the hangout for like by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was on the hangout for like 15, 20 minutes, just like waiting there. And she's like texting me like, Oh, I can't get on. Like what's, what's, what's happening. <laughs> Sounds like, like an episode of Catfish. Like, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it crossed my mind. I was like, am I, is this person going to like sign on and just like not use any video and just like try to talk to me? <laughs> You're like, is this person actually like 65? Like, why can't they figure out Google? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And I think that I'm pretty sure I made that same joke or like she did. And, uh, she's like, Oh, you must think I'm like a grandma. I'm like, well, like and honestly, <laughs> minutes ago before I saw you, maybe. <laughs> um, but after that, it went pretty well. Like it was just, um, I don't know. I, I really like, uh, going on like a first date. I like talking and getting to know someone. I know some people like dread it and probably for good reason. Oh no. I'm a, I'm a big fan I of love, the first date. I love a first date, but yeah. Annie and I are different because Annie likes talking on the phone and I hate talking on the phone. Like if I, if I haven't met you, I don't want to talk on the phone with yeah. you. So like for me, like the video thing, honestly, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> oh, if you're, if you're has the phone the video is just gonna add a, another scary element yeah yeah i, I would probably i don't know i don't know if i could do it how do you think it would go like you think it would like, just... I think it'd be fine like i like i'm not like incredibly awkward i just i don't know i just feel like video chatting it's something that i do with people that i'm very comfortable with okay so if that's be the first time that i'm meeting someone like I've had people that I've talked to on dating apps who like called me on the phone and I've literally been like, absolutely not. Like we have not been on a date yet. Yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess because you're forced to now, it's like you have no choice, but I just think it's so different doing it with someone that you've never met. Cause I'm so used to doing it with like family or like my best friends. I don't know. It just seems like such an added pressure. Annie, what do you think? That's interesting to me because again, yes, I do love talking on the phone and I'm such a voice person. I feel like I can tell so much just by hearing a person's voice. So if I get to do that before, like we're talking, if we, if we're talking, like I met them on an app, um, I would love the opportunity to get them on the phone before we actually meet. 
because I feel like it'll save me a lot of trouble. So have you done that before? Where I've, Of course I have. Like you, you've opted for the phone call first before actually meeting them. Yeah. Back in the day before, before actually setting a date, I'd be like, you want to, you want to call me? Wow. <laughs> and you, yeah. And usually. Has anyone ever been like, no? Um, not that I can remember to be honest. I feel like a lot of people are open to, to it because I feel like they're also interested in figuring out who I am and seeing if I raise any red flags. So it's, it's worked in my favor. I like leaving it all up to mystery. Honestly. I do. I do not. <laughs> yeah. I do that. And also I can talk to you on the phone and still meet you and just not vibe with you. So I don't know. It doesn't give me any more peace of mind. I think in person is the biggest way to tell. I could even, I could probably zoom call with you for days. And then if I meet you and I could be like, Oh, actually like, I don't like you. Like I just need to see someone in person. I just need to like, see it, their energy in person then I know like nothing else tells me that yeah that's happened to me as well where they have such high energy over the phone and then when we meet in real life they're the total opposite shy like don't have anything to say there's like no chemistry like in real life like I don't know I don't want to worry you Paul I feel like I might have worried you that when you meet this girl but I, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about myself. <laughs> my own struggles. No, no, no. These are like all the thoughts that I've I've had. I've, I've shared both of your thoughts, and uh, I've kind of reached a conclusion that I mean, the date like the date went well, so it kind of colors my my thoughts a little bit differently because we ended up talking from like eight thirty to like eleven thirty. It was like quite a quite a long chat. That's a long date, a long time. But also, where are you going? You can't say I gotta go. You don't have to go. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it goes really bad, you could just like be like, peace. <laughs> close Literally, the just close your laptop. That's it. Yeah, that's, so, that's so funny because I have no troubles leaving in real life either. <laughs> that's good. A lot of people would have uh, reservations about that. I feel so bad just ending a chat. Like I would feel really bad. I know Paula would sit there until the end, but me, I'm just like, um, I'm, I have to go. Not feel that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it went well. So like, we talked for a long time. And so, I mean, I, I, my impression now is that, um, we'll meet in person and it, like, it's just kind of like you're, um, you're building off what you've already talked about. And like, you guys were saying that you might not actually have chemistry in person. And that's definitely a possibility. Um, but I don't know if you feel this way, Annie, but I, I feel that, because we talked for like three hours on like video chat when we meet in person, it, I think that like that period of a first day when you're like really kind of, you know, just feeling out how it's going to go, what kind of like jokes you can make, how you can talk about different things. Like that sort of stuff is already out of the way. Like we, we've done that over the video chat and if we have more in the future, it's even better. Mm-hmm. So that when we meet in person, like a lot of that, like initial first- like nervousness, yeah, initial nervousness is just going to be like shorter. It doesn't mean it's not going to be there, but it's just yeah, be shorter. Yeah. It'll be like quicker for you guys to be like more comfortable, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, I also yeah. think that's a good thing. Um, and also at this point, because we're in this situation where we don't know when it's going to end, it does save you time, obviously. Like talking to her for three hours, you like know, okay, I want to keep talking to her, or okay, I don't. Like mm-hmm. you kind of like at this, at this point, like if we're going to be like dating something that we kind of like have to. We can't waste time texting for 
two months. Exactly. <laughs> now, no, like that'd be a waste exactly. of time. Exactly. Like, what would you talk about over text for two and a half, three months? <laughs> Just you, yeah, you've never heard their voice. You've never seen them, see what they look like. And then you meet them after two months and you're like, oh, I actually don't like you. Yeah. So... You'd, yeah. feel like a, you'd feel like a 30-something-year-old couple in like the 90s talking over email for like months. I literally just watched You've Got Mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. I watched it the day for the first time. Ever. Can we discuss this movie for a second? Because I also just watched it recently uh, within the year. And so they're basically cheating on their partners virtually with someone that they don't know. Wait. <laughs> Who's Tom, who's Tom Hanks' girl? Tom Hanks is, ha, has a girlfriend in the whole thing. Oh, wow. I definitely have to watch this. I thought only she had. <laughs> um, you know what I thought was going to happen, though, when I watched it? First of all, I was like, Tom Hanks looks really good. He's like 40 in that movie. I thought he was younger than that. Second of all, um, I thought she was going to be mad when she found out that it was him. Like when she, when she, I thought it was going to be like, oh, like you lied to me kind of thing. But then she was just like, it wasn't that mad. She was like so happy about it. And I would have been like, bitch, I was talking to you about this for so long. You could have told me. I would have been mad. I would have been so pissed. Nah. It's a movie. <laughs> I, was there, I was like, I don't know. Like, but it's I guess just, they just short. It's just interesting how movies like that kind of downplay cheating though. They're like, it's okay to cheat as long as you, as you meet the love of your life. It was a weird line in the movie where it's like, she was like this, like so he was like this support for her. I don't know. It's not like, they, like nothing, none of their conversations through the chat got, got like steamy. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like if they did in 2020, like, they would be, like, mad flirting. They'd be sexting. They would get, like, like, someone. But, like, their conversations, honestly, weren't that crazy at all. That's true. It was, like, a mutual, non-spoken, like, affection. Yeah, and I guess she just fell in love with him because he was just really nice and always there for her and always wanting to chat, like, I don't, I just didn't really see him doing anything particularly special, but maybe she just liked talking to him. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Their conversations weren't even that good. What did they even talk about? (laughs) She was like upset about her bookstore and he was like giving her advice. Like it wasn't anything crazy. Like, that's why I kind of, I kind of wish their conversations got more like intimate. Maybe that would have made more sense that she fell in love, but because if you have a boyfriend already who's physically with you all the time, like how is this guy that I don't know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think the movie could be redone. Honestly, it would be. That's funny you mentioned it could be redone because I was just thinking to myself, it would be like almost impossible to make a movie with that premise interesting these days because it happens all the time. It's like yeah, it's, yeah, you're like right. a movie. It's like. Two people met online and fell in love. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this happens to everybody. And also, know. it couldn't be done now also because it's like, there's no way to talk to someone online now and not be able to track down a profile or something. Like, right. back then it was like, it was like chat rooms and shit were like the thing. Like, yeah. you're not a chat room and you can never see someone's face and you can talk to them every day for years. But now it's like, you would either Instagram DM them or that's it. Like, yeah. Like, or it's from a dating app. Like 
Yeah. If the person yeah, would ask like very quickly, like, what's your Insta? Are you on that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's also why it could, it could never happen now for sure. I was also thinking about if this whole lockdown was happening, like before we had any of this technology. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> like what, what would we even do? My cousin was like, I think we'd all ab- lose our minds. Like, I think we would just lose our minds way faster. It'd be like week one and we would just be gone. Honestly, I imagine it like when I was a kid and my dad canceled our cable and the only DVD I had was Airbud, and I just watched it on repeat for hours. <laughs> if you're talking DVD days, we had MSN. Like what, it, like it, like I think if we had MSN, we'd survive, but I think it was before yeah. MSN. I think we would all be going crazy. Yeah. You need to have some way to like keep in contact with your friends. Like there was a time where like, we just got like internet just came and we were like young. Like we would all like, what would we even do? Like, what would we do every day? <laughs> like, I guess that's the only silver lining right now is that we have technology. Even then, like, I feel, I was talking about this with my friends, uh, yes, like the other day on a chat and it kind of relates back to like how every day is feeling the same and like, there's no concept of time anymore, but like my days are essentially just like, screen from screen to screen to screen it's like yeah i there's my screen at work and then if i have a break or i'm done work i'll like go on my phone and then i'll end the night off either on my phone or back on the computer or like watching a show on tv and it it, it really like you feel it more than you would before because before you might go meet friends you're walking to and from work you're at work talking to people now it's like like the screen is really my only source of like stimulation and it's kind of sad in a way. Like I was, gonna say, I was gonna say sad. <laughs> right? <laughs> I never really thought about like it's so obvious, but you never really think about it. But <laughs> that's so true. Right? Yeah, no, definitely. It's weird. It's weird now that you like need it more than ever. Like, I don't know. I feel like before it I didn't notice this on my phone a lot before. Like there's a screen time thing that comes up. Like I knew, I knew we were all on Instagram probably more than we ever needed to be. But like now it's like, it's weird that it's like, I like need it <laughs> like, cause I'm stuck inside. It's like, I need to feel like I'm connected to someone because I literally cannot leave my house. And you live alone too. Yeah. And I live alone. Ooh, Honestly, how's that been? Pardon? How's that been? Like that, is that <laughs> like being alone in a, are you in a condo or in a house? I'm in a house. I'm in a basement. Um, it's weird. It like, I don't know. Like I already talked to my core group of friends every single day. So I always feel like I have them to talk to. Like I, I was, I think about this a lot. Like I didn't have those close friendships. Like I, I feel like I'd actually be going crazy. But I already have my close friends. I think it's weird that like, if I don't video call with them for a day or if I don't zoom with anyone, like I can literally not speak to a human for 24 hours if I don't, if, if I don't go out of my way to like, it's like, it's bizarre, <laughs> but I think that's the only thing. And it's like, if I take say, off my phone or if I like, cause I don't have cables, so I'm not watching the news. Like for like a split second, you can just like close yourself off from what's happening. And I think that's like, it's a really weird state to be in. It's like, I'm only, I'm mostly reminded of it. Like when I go back on social media, but like, I'm not watching the news all day. I'm literally in my little bubble 
I don't see, I don't have a roommate. I don't have anyone talking to me. I don't like, it's some days it's like, I forget what's happening because I'm just stuck here. I don't know. I want to get a cat though. (laughs) Yeah. That would certainly help with like the, some kind of connection to something living like physically, you know, (laughs) I went to my parents. A lot of people are like going to their parents and like people that I follow, like, like in, New York or LA or whatever, everyone's like gunning out in the city and going to their parents. I was on my parents for a while, but then it, I, I just feel way more mentally relaxed in my place. Cause I don't know. It's like, it's weird now. Like, it, like being at my parents' house, it's like a weird, like limp. Like I just don't, it doesn't feel like my home anymore. Like it does, it doesn't, but it's just like here, I just feel a lot more calm and I'm just so used to all the silence and my family is loud as fuck. So it's just like, I just like being here. My friends are like, why don't you go back to your parents' house? I'm like, honestly, like I'll be more anxious at my parents' house. I'd rather just be by myself. It's just easier for me. But that's just me though. I can see that. I mean, like your new normal is now, you know, you live on your own. So to keep things as, as like routine and normal as possible, you just stay where you are, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like I go to my parents and like I'm living out of a bag and like I don't have my bed and I, don't, I can't just like be by myself whenever I want to. It's just like, I don't know. It just makes me more uncomfortable. <laughs> but So here's a question that we talked about on uh, our date or our video chat date or whatever you want to call it. The date. The date. The date. Yeah. Um, what is the first thing you want to like eat or like drink when this is wow (laughs) you know what during this whole thing i've i'm not a big drinker but every day i feel the need to drink like i feel like i need a cold drink i want to smoke like weed and like i just want to relax because even though we are at home and they're i guess quote unquote we have time to relax it doesn't feel relaxing and I just feel the need to like, I don't know. I need something. I'm still doing, I'm still drinking and smoking, but I, I don't drink as much just because I don't know. I'm trying to space it out or else I would literally drink like every day. But, um, I, I'm not really think like there obviously like restaurants and like bars that like I miss that I want to go to. I think I'm more just like thinking about like who I want to hang out with. Cause like realistically, because of, because of where I live, like most of the food that I want, I could just Uber eats it. And like, I'm not really missing it. I think sure. I miss, I, I just really miss the atmosphere of being at one of my favorite restaurants with my friends or being at a bar and like hanging out with my friends. Like I'm more, I more miss the atmosphere of certain places or just like physically being with my friends. I think, but I think that's just, yeah, I don't know. I took I took my um a love languages quiz recently and my number one thing is quality time. And I think I I think that's just I don't know. I've just been thinking about that a lot. How like how much I miss just being around my my close friends. But that's just me. I don't know. What was your answer, Paul? Um that's a really good point that you're raising. Um I think mine's something like similar, like just being around my friends again. And obviously, like, doing things that we like, couldn't do before. Because when we have our, like, Zoom group chats, it's still hilarious. Like, we still have exactly, yeah. just, as many jokes, just as many jokes as we would have when we're together. So, it's like, obviously, we're, we're physically distant, but, like, we're not 
literally socially distant because we're, we're still communicating and we're still having fun. But she raised the point that I immediately was like, Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. And now I can't wait. She's like a cold draft beer from like a restaurant. I was like, Oh my God. Like, you cannot get that at home because beer from a can or beer from a bottle is not, not the same. It's like, yeah. it's not even close to like just a crispy beer on like a patio on like a beautiful day. Yeah. And so when she brought that up, I like literally have not stopped thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> for like a week. I wasn't even a part of that conversation. And it's something I've been thinking about. And that's from someone who doesn't even drink that much. Yeah. Honestly, yeah I've been drinking a lot of wine. And the wine has really just been hidden nicely lately. But when it's summertime, I do enjoy a cold beer for sure. Yeah. Like, how nice is that going to be? Like, just a draft beer on a patio. Summer evening in Toronto. I can't even imagine it at this point. Which is I know. <laughs> Fingers crossed that, like, I don't know, by August, we can actually do that. But someone was saying, like, how... Oh, this goes back to, I guess, how you view it, but how lucky we are that our worst problem right now, at least the three of us, I can say, is boredom. Yeah, no, I think about that a lot, honestly. Like, well, I guess maybe just from being on Instagram, you just see so much content from the spectrum of, like, people who are being overproductive, people who are, like, anxious, and people who are, like, struggling and then you see videos of nurses like it just like because and you're not on instagram the same way that i'm on instagram so like i see a lot of that stuff so that's why it's been coming to mind a lot um because like in terms of the people who are essential workers like a lot of them are like people of color people who don't have the money to get the health care that they need or who can't afford to get sick like i've been i've been watching lots of videos and stuff like that and i'm just like oh my god like yeah, it does ground you a little bit when you see stuff like that. Definitely. It's helpful for perspective because I totally agree. Like our biggest problem is boredom. Like none of us have lost our jobs, I don't think. And you could like, you, you could know. like really get in a bubble of like thinking about yourself or thinking about your friends and just about your circle and you forget how this is affecting a lot of other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of that all the time because I only see what's in my circle usually. So you, I have to like always remember to, you know, count my blessings and also think of the people who are actually in the trenches and people who are actually like having a hard time right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I guess it's weird. I, my, my brain just went kind of like left cause it's like, yeah, I guess that does just give you a minute where you just feel really grateful and stuff that you kind of take advantage, but then it could also kind of make you like spiral a little bit more and make you just more devastated. I don't know. There's just there, like, you can kind of go back and forth with it. Cause it's like, we don't know what's going to happen. So I could see why hearing those kind of stories or like constantly consuming that kind of conversation can like, make this harder to handle as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and not to talk about work again, but I think where we work, Paul, they've really like, I don't know, 
they've made moves that make me feel very secure. Like we have a therapist that comes to, well, not, she used to come to our office, but now we have access to her to, like online and they've made her more available, which is amazing. And I don't know. I just feel supported right now versus a lot of people who, I don't know, don't feel like they have that same security. For sure. For sure. I have a friend of mine. He was, uh, he was doing an advertising internship. So he's just finishing up like his college program. And he was going in on the, like the Wednesday before all this shit went down. Uh, he was supposed to meet with his like manager and, and talk about like extending him into full time. Right. Because usually they give students these internships. And if you do a good job in like three months, they'll just hire you on because they like you. And so he met with him and literally the first thing the guy said to him was, yeah, we can't hire you on because of all this. And that, that to me is like a big dose of perspective. It's like, I agree with everything you said, like our, the company's doing a pretty good job of uh, making us feel secure and, and definitely like stabilizing things where we don't have to worry about like, am I going to lose my job in a week and whatnot. Right. Um, and when I think about situations like my, like my friend was in, which is not even the worst of it. Like there's people with way worse situations. Like yeah. you have a family to take care of and, and you might be in a precarious position yourself without even having a family to take care of and you lose your job. Right. So, or you get sick and you're old and you're in the hospital. Right. So there's, there's way worse things. And it's just like a good dose of perspective for me. And, and I totally agree. I'm grateful for like what the, what the company's doing to, to help us through it. Yeah. It's interesting seeing how like, how different companies are handling it. There was a meme going around that was saying like, next time you interview for a job, ask them how they handled the quarantine. But <laughs> um, I thought was really funny because it's true. Cause it's pretty good. a lot of different, like, but I think I'm not surprised that your company is handling it so well because they cared before. So that, and they genuinely cared before. So it's just going to like, continue they were going to do the best they could like a lot of companies didn't even care about their employees or keeping their team happy before this even happened so like i think this is really testing that for a lot of a lot of companies and it's really becoming apparent to a lot of people yeah it sh- it shows what kind of a leader you are as well because we even have a friend who their boss's ugly side is really showing through this pandemic. Ooh. Because of, yeah. Terrible. <laughs> but because of all the horrible decisions that they've made for themselves and not for the people at the company, it's really showing everyone's true colors. So yeah. I mean, everything in this crisis really is like crystallized a lot. Um, whether it's work, like we're talking about or, um, how people treat one another, how people are reacting to the crisis. Like you you can learn a lot about people and and like systems by like how they respond to this. Yeah. Have, Have people that you haven't talked to in a while reached out to you or have you reached out to people that you haven't talked to in a while? I haven't, I've, uh, but I, I don't know. I'm just like, I like talking to like the people that are, I'm really close with that are like my like ride or dies. Like I'm perfectly fine talking to the same six people every day. Like that's what I need. I don't know. I I was actually going to ask like you that, like 
because I haven't really been talking to anyone new. And like, I've had, for example, you know, the house party app. Yes. So some people add me on this app. I got this app for just my, me and my girlfriends. Like that's originally why I got it. And then everyone started getting it and people added me on it that I'm like, I will never FaceTime you. Like I, this, like our friendship is not on that level. And like, it really, I would, I, it just hit me where I was like, I'm like, I don't, I'm, it's not going to become on that level because, because of this quarantine, like I'm perfectly fine just interacting with the people who like, I really rely on for like my sanity, but that's just, that's just me. I'm sure people are making a whole bunch of new friends using house party and whatever the hell else. But personally, I have not really connected with anyone. Paul, do you so know how- what house party is? No, I don't know. Like, how does it work? So it's basically like, yeah, oh, go ahead, Paul. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's an app where you can play games. So you can add your friends on it. But the whole idea, the whole concept of a house party is that if you know one person in a, in a random chat room, so if I'm in a room with a bunch of my friends and you and I are friends, you could join my group chat with me and my friends. Oh. lock the room then no one can join it so you and kind it's, of it's a video call too video calling so you can kind of jump around to different people if you don't lock your room but it's like you can video chat really easily it's not a bit as big of a commitment as like calling someone you kind of just go on and then people know that you're on and then you just join them and then you just start video calling with them you could just close it and video call with someone else and you can kind of jump around like that that's so, super interesting yeah, so it's like really quick and my friends and I do it throughout the day. We'll just we'll go on it and we'll just talk for 10, 20 minutes and they'll be like, Hey, I gotta go on a call and then we'll just come off and then we'll go on again. Like we just kinda jump in and out of it. Um, but like I only feel comfortable doing it or talking to like people that like I'm really close with or people that like I really need to talk to or really want to talk to. But like, I've had people add me who are who I like I hardly talk to and I'm just like, Well like why'd you add me? Because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like cultivate this friendship any deeper than it already is. <laughs> but I don't know. Everyone's different. That's interesting. I could like totally see me and my friends being the kind of people to like say, let's just, like, yeah, let's just like hop into a party and like see if these people are like chill and want to talk. <laughs> It'd be kind of interesting. It could definitely spice up the quarantine. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure people are using it that way and just like jumping around kind of thing. Like when Annie and I were on it with um, our friends in London, there was a guy who joined our chat and he was like, Hey, I'm going to go jump on another call now. And That's honestly, wild. That gives me anxiety. Like I just, every call I'm on, I'm like, guys, lock it. <laughs> <laughs> like lock the room. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm a bit different in a sense because I always love meeting new people and talking to whoever. So I would I would I think I would be open to it for sure. And I know Paul would too, because I feel like we're similar in that way. I do like meeting new people and I like I'm like you could throw me in a room of people and I'm fine. It's just like I don't know why I don't know why for me it's just mentally for me talking on the phone and video console is just something that I just don't like to do all willy-nilly like I just don't like to do it with just anybody <laughs> like that's why for me I just can't but face to face I'll talk to a stranger forever yeah that's fair I well the phone is different it kind of feels more intimate in a way it does feel more intimate like it really does like with my girlfriends and I like the four of us can be on it 
And sometimes we'll be on it and we'll all just be watching our own shows and we'll just talk in and out. And it's like, it's like, we're just totally fine being in each other's company and we don't need to say anything. Like that's how comfortable we are. Just like seeing each other look like absolute trash and just like sitting on this video call. Like, I don't want to do that with a stranger. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's super great to hear though. That sounds like really chill. And that's like exactly what I was talking about before when it's like, yeah, we're physically, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like we're physically distanced, but we're definitely not socially distant. If you're doing stuff like that, like if you're able to connect with your friends on this app and like literally feel like you're close to them, then we're doing a better job of this than, you know, I, I think, you know? Yeah. Which reminds me, this conversation um, reminds me of when another one of our coworkers and my friend, I, I don't think she'll mind me saying her name. So Claire told me about this like online club and it's like, uh, it's for queer people and they do it every single day. And one time Charlie X, XCX um, came and did a set and it's just basically a Zoom call with like 600 plus people dancing in their houses there's people i don't know if it's a toronto thing it was called like club quarantine or something yeah that's club quarantine oh yeah yeah i saw that like there's like um some djs that i knew of were doing it i haven't joined it yet but i've seen it that's a really cool idea yeah yeah she says it's really fun i can't imagine dancing in my room by myself though yeah i definitely would do that Yeah. And well, like, I guess you could, but I couldn't imagine like leaving, leaving the camera on and doing it. Like, I think I would just want to go in and just like listen, but some people would probably just want to like actually like be seen and see other people and interact with other people. Yeah. That's like a different level, like (laughs) wanting to actually interact with people. Like I would love to just go on and hear Charlie XX set. I don't actually talk to anyone. (laughs) But people have created such new innovative ways to bring back the things that they miss like clubbing yeah so many DJs have been doing like instagram live. i mean everyone's on instagram live but a lot of djs have been doing instagram lives which i think is cool i'm not i'm not tired of it yet i think the the club idea is something i never would have thought of in like a million years i never would have thought like uh an artist will host like a party online where everyone could just like join and and sort of get the experience of like consuming some music and like they did like a fest it's not like i wouldn't call it a festival but it was like there's different um companies or i don't even know like if they're like networks or whatever that are basically scheduling like lives that go throughout the whole day and different artists are performing like there was one that i saw with like a bunch of djs and there's one that i saw with like Alessia Cara that's honestly I don't listen to her but the only name I remember and it was like raising money for like they're like raising money for stuff um but it's like real like actual big artists and then it'll be like 2.30 is this this artist and 3.30 is this singer and like a lot of a lot of like companies and like networks and stuff are like hopping on this like getting people involved and engaged bandwagon type thing I think is really interesting it's like a festival like but not, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I see a lot of um, tweets saying like, this artist is going to be on YouTube Live. Come come watch. So they're, they're throwing like online concerts. So it's interesting. 
That is really cool. Do you think like people's behavior with respect to this sort of stuff will be changed like in the long term? So do you think like an online community where people can watch a DJ with like 600 other people is something that will continue? Like, do you think like more people will do video dates in the future? Like do you think, or do you think this is just very, very short term and just responsive to this crisis in particular? I think maybe the club quarantine thing might, con- might continue, like just because like there are still some online platforms where people still like going on. So that could be a thing. I don't know if it'll be like, I don't know. That's actually a really interesting question, actually. But also what, what came to mind, Bumble is the only app that integrated video calling. So you don't need to share, you don't need to share your phone number. You could just video call like through the app. Ooh. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't know when that, I, a lot of people mentioned that feature when the lockdown happened. So I cannot confirm if it was already a thing and if they just made it more like they want to talk about it more after, but with, with it in the app, I feel like after this lockdown happens, people might use something like that more. I mean, I don't, know, I don't even know if anyone's using it now, but the option is there, which I think we, which we didn't have before. So I think that's kind of cool. So maybe people would use that like in different dating apps, but I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. That's really, I didn't know Bumble did that. That was an idea that like me and my friends had thought about years ago. I mean, like, what if, it's like, what if these dating apps give you the option to like call someone if they wanted to, like they'd have to switch something on their profile and make their like video call available. And then it's like, you could just like video call someone instead of chatting. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Any, what do you think? Ooh, I don't know because I grew like growing up, a lot of people in my friend group, including myself, were really into this website. This, this like <laughs> Paula knows what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> this, you probably heard of it, Omegle, where you go on on video and just chat with random people. It, it's based, it's a chat room, and um, usually there's probably like predators and other nasty things on there, but for every like 10 penises, there's at least one decent human being on it. You just have to kind of sit through everyone. It's still a thing. It has not like, it's not totally gone. I would imagine it's similar. Yeah. I would imagine it's even more popular now because everyone's stuck at home. So I wouldn't be surprised if like, I don't know, like thousands of people are on it right now. But since I grew up kind of like exposed to that already, I already find that pretty normal. So I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be the same, to be honest. Interesting. I guess because I had a pretty good experience with the video chat date, I'm actually thinking it might alter my plans in the future, as funny as that might sound. Like I was definitely more like Paula before, where it would have been the situation, if I was talking to someone, I would have leaned towards like just meeting them in person. Like I would never have thought like, let me call this person or like, let me have a video chat with them before like meeting them. I was always just like, I got to go out with them. We got to have a date in person, mm-hmm. but seeing how like smoothly this went and it's only like a small sample size, but, but seeing how smoothly this went, I'm definitely more um, open towards using it when, you know, in the future we could all get together still. I also think it's different for me and you at least because we still live in the suburbs. So if we usually, I don't know, 
I don't know about you, but most of my dates used to be in the city. So we would have to travel to the city to have the date. And maybe like, instead of, I don't want to say wasting money and time, but yeah, instead of, you know, putting forth all that effort, just to like realize you don't really have much to say to this person, you can get, again, get that out of the way during the video date. I, guess. A, I get what you mean because that was my life for a long time and it, it took a lot out of me, but also it's very funny to be like, I need a video chat you cause I need to make sure I'm not wasting my time traveling. Yeah, I know that sounds, like, weird. <laughs> that sounds very weird. Cause it's like, like what? Like you think I'm going to waste of time? Like, I don't know. I get, I get what you mean. I'm just saying like translating that and, and communicating why you want to video. Cause if someone kind of, if someone that's me and it's like, we, and let's say we are, we do have our freedom personally, aside from me not wanting to do that anyways, I kind of be like, why? Like I already sent him down to get a drink with you. Like, why are you asking me to video call you? True that's just that but like I don't know I, I think because I'm because I've been on dating apps for so long like I'm kind of like I, I, I can tell pretty quickly if I'm going to want to meet you or not so if I know I'm if I already decided like okay this is someone that I actually want to meet and we'll get go for drinks it's like I don't know I just don't personally I just don't feel the need to prolong that but I'd rather just get it over with and decide but I don't know it's hard it would be hard to communicate yeah like in a non-quarantine world it'd be kind of hard to say like i'm free this saturday but instead of going out let's chat on zoom (laughs) yeah like do you have like three hours on wednesday to zoom it's like (laughs) yeah yeah no (laughs) (laughs) yeah and again i feel like because we're stuck inside now you're going to want to go outside for those first dates anyways definitely yeah, it's true. It doesn't beat, I guess, sitting in person. But yeah, I would have no idea how to phrase like <laughs> why I would want to do that. Phrase like your yeah. phone calls when you, when you would like ask someone to get on a phone right. call. Right. How did I used to do? I don't know so how I got really away with that. Similar. I don't know how you did that either. I yeah. I, I want to say I just was just like, hey, you know what? I would never say why. I'd just be like, oh, I'm... um. I'm bored. I'm, I'm driving home right now. Don't worry. It's hands-free. But like, do you want to keep me company on my car ride? Something like that. So I would just get them sense. on the phone and then we just chat while I'm driving home or something. Wow. I'm so fascinated by that. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes no, I, I want to keep you company. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I wouldn't like them or their personality on the phone and it would just end there. Yeah, and then you would know. Like, that's that's really good. But I don't know, like, I don't know. I, like, is there is there a chance a person could just not be... Be a phone person? Not be charismatic on the phone, but in real life, they're very charismatic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's why it's like, I don't know. I, like, I'm just thinking, like, is there a chance where, like, they can suck at talking on the phone because they just maybe are really shy or they just feel awkward or they don't know you well enough? But... If they were to like loosen up with you after a couple drinks or after an hour or two, it would turn out to be like really fun and like really smart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a hundred percent a possibility. But I'll just never know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Wait, maybe, so- maybe they're dodging a bullet, right? Maybe they're just like, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> yeah, honestly. I just think it's really, it's just interesting. Wait, yeah, so- I think it's a pretty like low, it's like a low risk ask. Like if someone asked me, they're like, oh, like you want to hop on a phone call or like video chat? I'd, I'd probably just be like, yeah, sure. Like I don't really have anything to lose like other than half an hour to an hour of my time talking to you. And there's a whole lot to gain really. Um, because you could figure out whether this person is someone that you like want to invest a little more time in and attention to. Right. Um, but it, it's definitely not perfect. Like you could have someone on there that is either really charming and then you meet them in person and they're terrible or they're terrible and in person they could be really charming. So. Yeah. It's all a gamble. <laughs> Dating is just a huge gamble. Yeah. Every single person is a risk. Literally. Oh, no doubt. So. <laughs> That's our lesson of the day. Everything and dating is a gamble. (laughs) (laughs) And these days, even more so. Even more so. Also, I'd like to point out um, and say thank you to Paul for being, you know, doing his part and dating responsibly. Unlike some people that I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's nuts. Like, who is it? Someone in the UK that invited someone over? They're trying to. Oh, man. I haven't heard many people, like, someone else mentioned to me, I can't remember who. Someone else I know went on a Zoom date, but I can't remember, I honestly can't remember who. But I swear I've only heard of, like, you and, like, one other person doing it. I haven't really heard of many people doing it. But also, most of my friends are in relationships, so maybe that's why, but I just think it's so fascinating. Like, I wouldn't do it, but I love hearing about it. So, since you've already had your first Zoom date, is there a, like, would you do a sec, like, like, what would you do on your second Zoom date? Like, what's the next step? Like, what are yeah. you doing next? It's a really good question. Um, we have another one planned for Friday, but I haven't really given any thought to how to make it different. Um, I'm open <laughs> to suggestions. Hmm. Hmm. Well, some people have been like cooking the same thing and eating it in front of each other, which I think that's is not going to happen. I think, I think that's hilarious. No, I that's not Are people have been like watching movies at the same time. Um, um, I don't know. It's I honestly, I don't, I don't know. Like what's an activity that you could do at the same time. There's a lot of like games you could play together through like the phone. And I've done that with like my group of friends. I think that that might be the direction I go, but you can do that. I'm really big to Scrabble right now. Same. (laughs) I'm playing like a thousand games of Scrabble a day. That would be Um, so much fun. (laughs) But yeah, you could like find like a game, like a game on your phone and you guys could play that. And then you could just like talk through it and just drink like, I know. I don't think it needs to be that complicated. I think if you just like talking to someone, then it'll just, you'll have a good time no matter what, you know? Yeah, sure. For sure. And yeah, like we're just going to talk and get to know each other more. Doesn't nec- there doesn't necessarily have to be anything that like you're doing, but yeah. however, if this is continuing for like months and <laughs> you get to like the fifth or sixth zoom date, it's going to feel a lot like you got mail pretty quickly. It's interesting because it's like whenever I'm on dating apps, it's like, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I don't, like, I feel like I don't want to talk about too much because then I'll save it for when I meet them. 100%. Talk like about everything. So I I don't, I actually don't like texting for a long time. I'd really rather meet like as soon as possible if we vibe. But like now with you or with the situation, like you don't know when that's going to be. So it's like, you might as well just 
tell them their whole life story because you don't want to like keep holding back on things, keep holding back on sharing things. Yeah, 100%. There's no like strategy behind like, oh, let me not reveal this now because it'll give me more time to talk about later, which I 100% do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think about that too. When it's like when I'm texting someone too much, and I'm like, oh, well, like, what are we going to talk about when I meet them then? Yeah, yeah. But there's no need for that strategizing because it's going to be at least a few months until you can meet this person. But tell me, do you still dress up and groom for these dates? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, I've got a pretty dirty mustache growing now, which I don't know if I'm going to keep or not. <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, but last time I, yeah, like I popped in the shower before, put a nice shirt on, and then that was it. And I think I looked fine. <laughs> <laughs> you would have looked better. Would you have worn that if you were going out in real life? Um, uh, yeah, I, maybe I, I wore a Blue Jays jersey cause it's, it looks nice, but I don't know if I would <laughs> Cause it looks nice. That could work. That could work on a date. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely could. I don't know if I would like wear it on a date, but yeah. on the video chat I did and <laughs> it worked. It's so funny. Like every dating strategy is out the window now. Cause it's like, obviously you put on your best outfit if you're going out to like a bar or something. But it's like you're at home, so you don't want to be, like, extra. You're sitting at home. But you also don't want to look like a bum. So it's like, what, what is this middle ground? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paula, I have a challenge for you. Because we've been really into um, this podcast. It, it's a spinoff from, like, Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. It's called uh, Monica and, and Jess Love Boys. And they do chal- dating challenges. I feel like I want to give Paula a dating well, we, challenge they now. Talk, they talk to, like, dating actors like therapists and stuff and they give them challenges. What is my challenge? Oh, nice. I would, okay. Let's, I'm not an expert, but what's my challenge? <laughs> yeah, I've known, by no yeah, means an expert at anything. from actual experts. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a person who listens to experts. So it, it's kind of close. Um, let's, let's wrap this up with like some, some fun dating challenges for both you and Paul, actually. For Paula, it should be trying a Zoom date. I think that's a good one. Yeah, do it. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay, I'll try it. Are there prospects? I just got apps back recently. Like, by recently, I mean, honestly, probably like a few days ago. And there actually are a couple people that I'm talking to. I don't, I don't like, yeah, I would do it. I don't know, so I have to instigate it? Like, what if they, like... Yes, you have to instigate it. Okay, that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if they don't bring it up, I'm not bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, of course you won't. I know you, and I feel like that's a really good challenge because it definitely puts you outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, no, it one thousand percent would, but it's also something that like I could do. It's not. It's not like I'm like crippled crippled by it. Like I would do it. I just no, don't. I know you would do it. <laughs> Drop a line. Drop a line on one of these. uh, Drop a line. (laughs) Drop a line, and uh, I think you'll be surprised at how well it can go. Okay, and we should also think of one for Paul somehow, because he's been doing the most already. Bring it on, Paula. What Mm -hmm. do you think? Honestly, I don't. The only reason I don't know is because it's so it's such a weird territory dating 
right now. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, what, how, like, what is the pace that you move at when you could only zoom? Yeah. that's (laughs) It's like, we're not going to start like sending nudes tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, how how do you gauge? Like, cause if you met someone in real life, you gauge that, like that kind of, if your chemistry is at that point or if like how, how attracted you are to each other or if like one of your toes closed off or you just like had a good time and you're just curious to see where it goes. It's like, you don't like, you don't know. So it's like, that's why I think that's why for me, it's like, I'm not sure. Any, are you thinking of anything? Yeah, no, because all the dating challenges are all in-person dating challenges. Whereas. Well, that- people, the, the last, what's the last one? Or I don't know, a recent one. They told Monica to get steamy with someone, but. I'm not going to tell Paul to do that. I know, I know. But it's also, it's so new for Paul. Like if Paul, told, if, he, if he told me that you were talking to this person for like two months or something, I'd be like, okay, like that's your challenge. But it's so fresh that it's like, that I don't want to make that a challenge for you. But it's like, that's also a really good challenge. But How about I'm, your challenge is to come back next time and we'll grill Paula about her challenge. <laughs> are you going to have me back on? Only, only if you are willing. 100%. <laughs> I, I think that was a really good point that Paula raised though. Um, like when you're in person, you can like gauge how things are moving much better. Like, so for example, let's say you go on a Friday night, you go somewhere where there's dancing involved. You're going to find out very quickly whether things are, you know, going really well or whether things are going to be a little more like, like tempered, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like some first dates you'll make out and some, some dates you like won't even, you'll just like have a peck or like, you know what I mean? You just like, don't know. Yeah. 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 And then when you're just talking online, it's like, you, you really don't know because there's no opportunity to show any of that. Like there's no opportunity to learn that about each other. Like you're not going dancing. You're not going to like a crowded bar where you might have to like touch a little bit. Right. Like you're not, yeah, you can't, flirt, you can't flirt the same way. You can't, like, you can't touch them or, like, be, like, intimate like that. So, yeah, yeah. So, so how did you end, how did the call end? Um, I was thinking about this question, too. Was it basically, like, like I'm tired? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort of. Like, it was just, we, we really talked about a lot. And I, I could talk for a long time. So, and she was great at chatting, too. So there's really no like awkward pauses or anything um, where I felt like, okay, now's the time to like leave. Like no segue out, I guess is what I'm saying. So then finally, when it was like pretty late, I just kind of said like, look, like, I got work tomorrow. I'm tired. Oh, was it a um, midweek day? I was Sunday night. It was last Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just kind of said, that. I was like, look, like got work tomorrow. You do too. Let's, you know, catch some Z's. But she was, um, she was really cool. She was really, really, she was really great about it. She said like, you know, this, this was a lot of fun. I agreed. And, um, and she was like really honest. <laughs> I and upfront. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was really honest and upfront. She's like, Oh, if you like, you know, didn't have fun or like, you don't want to do this again, just like, let me know. Um, because like, uh-huh. it's not going to waste either of our time. And I was like, Oh, I like really respect that because that in per- I wonder if she does that in person. Yeah, I wonder, but if I mean, she does, she's a bad bitch. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, I mean, that's something I, I respect so much because, um, 
like I think of it the same way. Like if someone's just going to tell me after like two or three dates that like, they're going to make up some lie about like how their boyfriend's back in their life and not see me. It's like, just, you might not even like, don't even bother. Just like tell me after the first day, like, Hey, like didn't, wasn't interested. So yeah, you know, like I, I appreciate that a lot more. So to like see her come out and say, like kind of say what like is on my mind and like get out in front of it um, was like really cool. So I was like, Oh damn. I mean, that's nice. attractive in itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's someone knowing what they want. Right. And just being like clear about it. That's so interesting that I think, yeah, that is really interesting that she said that just because I think I've just done my fair share of ghosting and I've had my fair share of being ghosted and like, <laughs> but there are a lot of guys that I've, that I've talked to a lot, like clearly my dating life and shit, but like oh my gosh. that have said straight up like, Oh, like, I think you're really cool, but I'm seeing someone now or like, I'm not into this or I'm not ready. Like they'll just like say, like they'll, they'll just be very honest about like why yeah, yeah. you want to continue. And it's like, if I don't say what this girl said to you, it's like, I'm just, I'm, I don't want to, I want to see how they handle it. Like, I want to see what they're going to do next kind of thing. But she just like told you, this is how I want you to handle it, which I think is very interesting. Cause I, a lot of the time you just go on a date with someone and then, either they ghost you or they don't or they're honest or they're not. And you just like, like I said, everyone's a risk, but she was very clear. Like, this is how you better handle it. <laughs> if yeah. you're not using it anymore. But yeah, I, think, sure. yeah. I, I also find it. <laughs> I also find it interesting that Paul takes it so positively because there are so many people that are afraid of that honesty and get, kind of scared away from that honesty because they think it's the other person insinuating that they want something more from them when it's not necessarily true. You know what I mean? But that always like gets to people. Right, right, right. Yeah. Some people would definitely be afraid of it. Some people would be afraid of it or I don't know. Like, I think it's interesting that, that Annie was like, Oh, she like, she sounds like a bad bitch. And that is one way to look at it for sure. Cause she very much is like, you better be upfront with me because I'm not playing around. But also it could be like, it could also come off maybe insecure. Cause it's like, I don't know. I feel like, cause you're kind of, cause she's kind of like already, already like talking about the idea that you might not have liked her. And like, I don't know. I, I know you did. I'm just saying like, I wouldn't want to say something like that just because I feel like I need to, I need to feel like this, this was the greatest date in the world. And I need to feel like, you were in love with me, but like, I don't know. It's just like, I'm just looking at it at two different ways where it's like, if, you didn't, if, you, didn't, if you didn't have a good time, like, like it's fine. You could let me know. Like, I guess, I guess it just, it just depends on, on how it's said or like the way it's worded, but like it can come off two different ways. For sure. Yeah. I could definitely see how it could come off the way you're saying. Um, but like my impression was not like that at all. Like yeah, I guess yeah. she delivered it and like, um, how clear she was about it. It just kind of seemed like, okay, this is someone who like just doesn't want to like play the games. And so she's just going to be upfront about it, which I like super, super respect because like full disclosure, I've done my fair share of ghosting. I've had my fair share of ghosting done to me. And like, I'm at a point where like, I've had enough of it. Like the games are just like ridiculous. And there's so many points or so many dates I've been on where like, I wish I could say something like that. And I don't. And yeah, so exactly. someone else say it seeing someone else say it, I'm like, Oh damn, like good for you for doing something that like 
I most of the time want to do. And, and honestly, I do do it. I just wait like a couple dates um, <laughs> for you for like doing it like right off the bat, just like being clear, you know? So like for me, it was a big, like, it was a big move. I've never done that before. Like never. Really? You, you never like ask for like clarity on like what something is at no, well, I've never, I've never been like, just let me know if you're not, if you're not down, like be upfront with me. Like I've never just like put it out there like that. I kind of just, I'm along for the ride. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm just saying like out of all like the fair, the dates that I've been on, like I've never, and I think it's something fair to say in 2020, the fact that we're all in these apps and we're all running around, we have no idea what we want. Everyone's jumping around, keeping their options open, not sure if they want to commit. And like, you know what I mean? Like everyone is yeah. like literally everyone's up in the air all the time. Like it's such a fair thing to say. Like I've just, I don't know why I've never said it. I just, I don't know. I think the way to frame it would be like, cause I've never said, I've never said it that way either. I've never been like, Oh, if you're not into me, let me know. Because I think that it, it, it kind of, relates to exactly what you were saying where it might like sell yourself a little bit short. I've, yeah. Right. That's, what I, that's how I thought of it. Yeah. Like I've alternatively, I've framed it as like usually by the second or third date, I've just kind of been like, you know, what are you looking forward to, to get out of this? Like, do you, are you cool? Just like keep going on a few more dates. Are you looking for something? Oh my gosh. Serious? Wait, do you, do you ask this question like consistently with people that you're dating? Uh, yeah, usually like after like a second or third date, I try to be as like clear and honest as possible because what the second you start like getting okay. more intimate with someone and then you start getting into trouble with like, can I just say that I love that? And I, I, <laughs> I want, I want, I went a long time in my life not doing that. And then I've had two of my guy friends scold me for it and, uh, um, pretty much yell at me to tell me to be upfront and to communicate because communicating is like not my forte. I'm better at it now, but I've just been like, I've had more people be on me about if, if they're not going to ask or if you're unsure, just like speak up kind of thing. Yeah. So I really, I just really respect that when I hear people that they do that and they just are very clear, like about their intention in the beginning. Cause I'm at a point now, finally at 27 took me a really long time to just, like ask that question or to just get that answer. Um, I mean, people obviously can still bullshit you, but right has definitely happened. But like, I think, yeah, I think at least having a conversation is really important because for a long time, I feel like it was, it just never came up and you just, cause you didn't want to put too much pressure as a girl, at least you don't want to put too much pressure on the guy right off the bat. So you kind of just like play cool as long as you can until it gets to a point when they're just like, Oh, I'm actually not down for anything serious or I'm seeing nine other people or like whatever, whatever it is. And you're like, Oh shit. And you're like, it's already been months and you had no idea, but like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the evolution of dating when you get older. Maybe yeah. definitely. I mean, I've been in those situations like countless times where it's been like something's going on for a few weeks, few months. No one's really like addressed it. And there's like sort of like a budding tension that like both people are feeling. And it's like, uh, what is this? And then oftentimes it uh, like ends pretty badly. And so I just kind of got to a point where I'm like to avoid that, like to avoid whatever accusations of being a fuck boy to avoid someone getting hurt. It's just better to be like, you know, two or three dates in to be like straight up, like, look, this is, 
kind of what I'm looking for. You know, what, what are your, what is your, what are your ideas about this? I just find like, it's been a much better and like healthier process dating with like that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a maturity thing, I think, because like, I think so I too, know, yeah. if you go to like a university or college, like, I don't think there's going to be a lot of like guys and girls that are thinking that way. And it's something you just kind of have to learn maybe, which is unfortunate because people get hurt in the process, but yeah. Yeah. Like asking that whole, like, what are we question? Oh God. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I fucking dread that man. <laughs> but the earlier you do it, the better it is though. Right. Well, it's easier to frame it as this is what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? As yeah. opposed to down the line, what is this? So I think exactly. when, you have, when you have to ask, what is this? You're like on the edge of a cliff. Exactly. Already. You're, you're too late. And <laughs> yeah. Right? But I think the past me would be too afraid to bring it up because I feel like I know the answer in Absolutely. my, in my head and my heart already. So I just want to prolong it as much as possible to, because maybe, because you want to romanticize everything and you think maybe after a little bit more time, you know, the feelings will be there, but you absolutely know that they're not going to be there even right, right, if right. time passes. Oh, 1000, 1000%. That's why it, like I, I learned so many hard ways when you have, when you have to ask like, what is this? Whew. You might as well just call it, but you learn, you learn, you live and you learn, you know? Yeah. We're grown now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You play, you just play it cool as, as long as, as long as you can. Cause you're like, I really like this person. Like if we talk about this, everything's going to light up in flames. So I'm just going to ignore it as long as I can. Like that's definitely a, a, a bad habit. But yeah. yeah. Honestly, no, it's, I've had nothing but like good vibes when I, when I, when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> because 99.9% of the time when you avoid it, you end up getting more hurt in the end. So. Yeah, or like you heard someone else, which is just like not cool, right? Yeah, I've done a lot of that. <laughs> Especially, I'm going to blame it on being a Gemini. <laughs> yeah. Dating is exhausting. But yeah, um, I think um, we hit like the hour and a half mark or something, or two hours. No, an hour and a half. So, hour and a half, what's that? Yeah. And uh, it was, it's been fun. I feel like a lot of it was talking about the lockdown, but what else can you do when you're in the middle of one? <laughs> so we'll come back. I don't know, maybe same time next week for uh, Paula's challenge I update. Have a week. You well, have a week. Maybe Paula needs a little more time to get uh, some lines dropped. I need more time. What the fine, hell? Fine. Okay. Well, week and a half. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sorry, something I, I need to I need to warm up to someone before I even ask someone that. That's true. Uh, fine. How about two weeks then? That seems good because then that's a good amount of time like for the lockdown to like possibly change for better or worse too. So we'll have a lot to talk about. If you're inviting me on, that is. Of course I am, Paul. You know what? One thing I'll say about you, um, I don't know if I've said this before, is that I feel like um every time I'm around you, my energy is just like way higher and i feel more 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 of a bro <laughs> i feel like nice. your energy makes me feel like you know i don't know like i'm one of those amoebas and i'm becoming you kind of 
<laughs> That's a really nice thing to say. Yeah, you're, you're good people. You're well, good. you two are good people as well, so thanks for having me on. What a good way to end. <laughs> Anyways, I'll probably um, edit this this week and then post it probably Monday, maybe. Do it. You're going to actually post it? Yeah. Nice. What do you mean? You think I'm just... I'm. I'm just recording this for fun. Well, yes, I am, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, it was nice to have your your insight during this time. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I, I feel the same way for you too. Yeah, because nobody I know has been doing like the Zoom dates either. So it's cool. Well, you're gonna know Paula in two weeks. Oh yeah, oh Paul, you better be taking it seriously. I mean, I'm talking to people, so it's like ugh, I'll try. I'll try my best. I will try my best. <laughs> One Zoom date, and you can even pick fun backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw that too. I know that's so funny. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, and Zoom was so nice to me just now. It gave me the notification that we passed forty minutes, and it was like we're taking it away and you can just continue the call. I saw that. And I was like, what did you, did you, you do that? that? I thought you did it. No, it did it by itself. Wow. That's so nice. Yeah. Thank you. Zoom. Did you have to, did you have to like, um, upgrade your membership or something? No, it just did it. It was just like, here, we're waving the 40 minute, um, time limit. Enjoy. And I was like, okay, thanks. Oh, that's cool. That's wild. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty cool. Anyways, peeps, I think <laughs> I think I'm gonna go die until I wake up tomorrow and st- do this all over again. All right, guys, have yeah. a good night. Have a good night. Lovely speaking to both of you. Yeah. Bye. Great chat. Stay healthy. Stay sane. Oh wait, say that. Say that again. I want to catch that. Stay safe. Stay sane. <laughs> Paul, every time Paul leaves stand up, that's what he says. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Stay safe, stay safe. (laughs) Bye. Bye.